Hello, everybody. <laughs> Welcome to Worlds of Books. Today is September 16th. Yes, 2021. And tonight we're discussing the book February. Homework. February. February. Yeah. February. When I say, when I say September. January? No, you said September. I'm not sure why. Yeah, you did. That's all right. September? Wishful Man. thinking, right? Yeah. He's wishing yeah. it was. I, I wish I could say I've had too much wine, but I haven't had any. Maybe I need to get some. Uh, but whatever. Sorry about that. It's uh, February 16th, 2021. So, and this is Worlds of Books. And we're, tonight we're discussing the book Homework. And then it's got a long other title that comes after it that I don't know what it all says. Something about her life and movies and stuff uh, by Julie Andrews. And it's uh, narrated by Julie Andrews. And I thought, well, we usually try to do at least. A, a handful of you know nonfiction books in this group from time to time, and we hadn't done any in a long time. So I thought, yeah, let's let's go for this. And everybody seemed to be pretty interested last week when we were talking about what to pick. So, uh, and and I, I you know, I, I was cited when I was when I was younger and stuff, and I and I saw a lot of Julie Andrews movies growing up and stuff. So uh, uh, I thought, yeah, yeah, I've I've always liked her. So, uh, and and since this is about her. And it's a biography. I didn't go to Wikipedia and read about her. So since it's all right here in the book and stuff. So I'm just going to call on folks, if that's okay. We've got a couple of new people here. Doug, Douglas, have you come before? Let's see. Is Douglas still here? Maybe he's muted. <coughs> no, Douglas left. He talked a lot at first, but. I guess he decided not to say. Okay, he was from Massachusetts, but anyway. Uh, and then uh, uh, Connie Grace is here. Welcome, Connie. Thank you. And so let's see if anybody knows here. Okay, so I'm gonna, I'm just going to call on folks. Uh, we're going to do the usual format. Tell us what you thought about the book, and uh, I expect we're going to go pretty fast tonight because I don't I don't really have a lot a lot to say myself, which. If Alan didn't have a lot to say, then that, that's uh, indicative of certain things. But 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 but, but anyway, uh, y'all can take some shots at me later about that. But uh, uh, I, I'll, I'll just call on folks, tell us what you thought of the book, and uh, anything else you want to say. So here we go. Uh, so Connie, you're first in the list. So I'll let you go. Oh, first. thank you, <laughs> thank you. <laughs> um, well, like I said, I'm interested in biography, but what a busy, busy, busy life. I don't know how she did it. All. And then to end up adopting the little ones later on in life, I said, she's gotten for punishment. Yep. But I was, you know, I was interested in how they, all that work they had to do and setting everything up in every place and, and how many times they had to start some of those things over and over again and all kinds of weather and, oh. <laughs> Yeah, she, she she seemed to do a lot of films on. I, I think they they shot. Well, I don't know if they shot more on location back then versus now or not. But she was she was definitely in some high budget stuff where they they apparently had the money to, to send them out on location and stuff. And it, yeah, it's uh, I, I, I can't imagine. I, I can expect the money just was like washing down the drinks. It's so expensive to do that kind of stuff to to go out on location with the big crew and stuff. But, uh, okay, well. Uh, Anything else you want to say about it? And unfortunately, uh, at the at the end, her husband, I mean, she ended up going back to New York. And but before that, you know, they finally 
end of that first marriage of hers because they were apart more so much. Right. And then they then she ended up in the end back in New York. And I also wish they'd told some of the story of her uh, back in New York after they, you know. Mm-hmm. Right. Right. Yeah, I, when when they do stuff like this, I enjoy the I tend to enjoy the personal stuff more than all, all the film related stuff. But 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 she seemed like she talked a lot a whole lot about the actual movies and stuff. And I guess that's what you figured people were, were, were most interested in. But uh, yeah, as well as her personal thing. life, yeah, as a family, yeah, yeah. Okay, all right. Well, well, thanks. Like I said, thanks, thanks for being here, and I'm sure you, you can chime in as, as, as we progress and stuff. So, uh, Deanna? Um, I enjoyed the book. Um, it <laughs> confirmed something I've often thought about celebrities, that their lives may look glamorous and um, as if they've got everything. Mm-hmm. But she made it quite clear that she worked incredibly hard, yeah. and I can't imagine – Going back into that fire multiple times because the guy didn't see the flames. I mean, you know, there haven't they ever heard of stunt people or what? Right. Yeah. Yeah. Do you do you um, endanger your life and you know with her her voice by running into a burning (laughs) thing half a dozen times? Um, It's you know it's just amazing that she thought she needed to do that right right (laughs) and that Uh, kind of thing amazed me and um you know her deprived childhood her uh she had a tremendous work ethic and um it just seemed like okay she must have been making a lot of money but she seemed to spend it as fast as she made it right well, it's a common occurrence in Hollywood. Um, yeah, yeah, because yeah, yeah, they yeah. have to, you know, they have to have a house here and they have to have a house there and they have to have yeah. a yacht. And, <laughs> you know, it just, yeah. um, it just seemed like um, she was like on a, a hamster wheel running as hard as she could mm-hmm. just to right. keep her head above water. Right. Yeah. And, and she was also helping her mother. Yeah, and well, her entire family. She was very family right, yeah. oriented. Right. You know, she cared a lot about her brothers. She cared a lot about her mom and her dad and and her stepfather. And you know, it just seemed like she was carrying everybody on her shoulders, and didn't seem to even resent it. You know, I mean, you know, it was kind of like, well, that's why I'm I'm doing this. I'm doing this all because all these people need me to do these things. Yeah. Starting when she was only fourteen carrying the entire economic responsibility for her parents and her siblings. I mean, that's a lot of pressure for a 14 year old. Right. So yeah, it it certainly takes the glamor off. (laughs) Yeah. 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 No doubt. Okay. All right. Well, thanks Deanna. Mm -hmm. Let's see. Uh, Well, Mickey, I see you're here now. Do you want to go? You're, 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 you're higher up the list. It's your phone number. (laughs) <laughs> okay, uh, I'm going to be the one person again. Oh. Um, I found the book not particularly interesting. There were a lot of movies I'd never heard of and couldn't have cared less. I no. I do like Julie Andrew. What? <laughs> Did I say something wrong? <laughs> I found the book to be no. um, 
Well, first of all, the way she raised those children, my God, they had no stability whatsoever. I mean, first they were with their dad, and then they were with their mom, and then they moved here, and then they moved there. And a kid needs a lot more than that. A kid needs stability. And she did not give the children stability. I mean, she gave them love. Yeah, but what but do you do? Her, it, I, I, have was, to, I have to right, be curmudging ahead. here, but, you know, if, if you're doing a play on Broadway and then you're doing a movie in New York, I mean, in California. Excuse me. It's not your turn. Sorry, oh. Alan. I don't need to butt in, but. Okay. All right. That's, that's cool. But it seems to me that if she were, you don't, she didn't have to do the show on Broadway. She didn't have to tear, tear herself in half. She chose to do whatever roles she was given. And that came before the children. Mm-hmm. Um, and I found that disconcerting. She didn't have to take these. She, she didn't have to have a boat. She didn't have to have a yacht. She didn't. I don't have one. <laughs> I raised four kids. I didn't right. take them to Europe. I didn't. I didn't jump on planes just for weekends. Um, I can't tell you the last time I stayed in a motel. Come on, or a hotel. Mm. You know. I mean, she was. Yeah, she had a lot to to do, but she missed a lot. She missed a lot of the growing with the children because she and her husband had different careers. And you don't choose your career at the expense of your children. Mm. Well, that's a great principle, and I don't disagree with it, but there's a hell of a lot of people out there that do indeed do that. So, you know, but uh, uh, that that doesn't make it right, but... uh, uh, you know, she she she's one of many I know that that have gone to Hollywood or uh, whatever in the entertainment industry. And it, you know, it's uh, uh, but and you've got to make choices and stuff. And 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 you know, and who's to say what what the right choices are, but or, or why she made the one she made. But uh, yeah, it, it, it's uh, it, it's tough. And, uh, and there, there's a lot of there's a lot of kids getting raised by nannies. I expect. Uh, maybe not just in the entertainment industry either, but uh, people people you know, make choices. I never had a mammy, a mammy, and I a nanny, and and my kids grew up. Well, right. No, I, I never had a nanny either. But then you can't you can't turn on your TV, you can't turn on TV and see me singing in a movie either. So you know, it's 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 not it's not really a fair comparison. I don't think. But uh, oh. uh, but you know, it's you know, uh, you're right. I mean, uh, but. That, that's that's why they, we read these things to get uh, the viewpoint of what uh, different folks uh, in, in in different uh, life places how, how they coped and what they did and stuff. So, uh, but 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 continue. Are are you through? Or well, that was my main concern. I, I kept going. Wait a minute, these poor kids, you know, and and they were constantly uprooted. Um. She dealt, tried to deal with everything, but when you try to deal with everything, things slip through the cracks, and you have to be careful of what you let slip through the cracks. And mm-hmm. I know that from experience. <laughs> uh, well, uh, well, that 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 that's, that's certainly true, and uh, uh, and it, it, it's it's something that we're going to be preaching forevermore because. A lot of people have a problem deciding what's important in life, and a lot of them 
put things above, uh, you know, uh, more important things. And uh, uh, and we've, we've, we've been dealing with that since the beginning of time and we'll be dealing with it to the end of time, I suspect, because that's that's uh, humankind, unfortunately. But okay, but I really, I really found the book. Um, do I say vapid? Um, as I said, I didn't care about most of the movies and how they were directed. Um, I, I, her lifestyle is totally different from mine. Granted. Um, I would have enjoyed more if she had put more of herself and less of her movies. Hmm. Well, now, I, right, right. That's me. <laughs> I'm yeah, good on the first book. Yeah, I, 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 I don't disagree with that, but I, I suspect to, to to sell it to the general public, the the. the the most they figure most folks probably wanted to hear about her movie career since you know the uh, uh that's where people know her from and stuff but yeah but uh, uh point taken so. okay uh any 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 closing remarks before i go to the next person nope i've said okay. it all <laughs> okay all right thank you okay come Well, Douglas, since you were since you had some comments in the middle of all that, why don't, why don't you go ahead? Yeah, I was just I was just going to say that um, it, it's the nature of show business. You know, you you're doing like you know she's doing My Fair Lady on Broadway, and then the next thing was either The Sound of Music or Mary Poppins. I mean, you know, it, I think you do the best you can. It it really is the nature of the business, and. Um, you know, she had a she had a television show for a while, which kept her in Hollywood and and kept her on a regular schedule. So I think she was trying to be a good mother. Um, but you know, <laughs> the nature of show business is here today, gone tomorrow. Uh, yeah. You know the line in "Do you know the way to San Jose?" Uh, you know, all the stars that never were parking cars and pumping gas. Well, there's a yeah. lot of stars that were that are out there parking cars and pumping gas because their their career went bye-bye. So you really have to make the most of it while you can. And in in that sense, I've I felt that she was just trying to do the best she could. Right. Any other comments about the book? Mm, I don't think so. Okay. All right. Well thanks. Let's see. Well, I got I, folks move around because they they mute and unmute and stuff. So, but Randy, you're next on the list. You want to go? You okay. said you wanted to go, so you're up. <laughs> um. Well, I thoroughly enjoyed this book. It was the perfect read for this time. It was an easy read and just really held my interest. I was fascinated by how they did. Mary Poppins and the flying scenes and some of the other scenes in it and her stories about the other actors that she worked with in that and My Fair Lady and The Sound of Music and and I just really enjoyed it and yeah 
the kids did move around a lot and she really struggled with that. She was torn between her career and her family so much of the time. And, and I thought it was fascinating too, when they moved to Switzerland and she, I think regretted that in the end, but I thought it was just such a good book. Um, But I have a little side story. My cousin um, lives in California. He works in the movies. He's a movie producer. And when he was starting out, before he actually got into the movies, he was helping out and doing whatever they needed him to do. And back in about 91, when Julie Andrews was working on the movie The Week, our sons with Ann Margaret and Hugh Grant, my cousin was her driver. And he he drove her to and from work, he said, for about a month while she worked on that movie. And he said, she shared stories with him about growing up and how her family performed for the for everybody in the bunkers to take their minds off the air raids and he said she would sing songs and hum during their drives and he said she was just she was every bit as nice as you could imagine her being He said it was just such an enjoyable time when he he got the drive for her. And he I when I told him I was reading this book, he he said, oh, that just brings back so many fond memories of her. He said she was just she is just such a nice person. Yeah, I I mean, you, you get an impression of these people you know, from the movies and stuff. And you, you got to be careful about doing that. Cause you got to remember they are actors and stuff, but she just strike has always struck me as being somebody that would be approachable and stuff. And, and, and you know, there th- would, they would know how to act like a real person. When, when, I mean, we got to talking to her face to face and stuff. So it sounds like he's, he's confirming that, which, you know, which is, which is kind of nice to hear because, uh, uh, I mean, it, it, it is quite a different world. I, I expected what most of them were familiar with, but, uh, yeah, uh, but, uh, uh, but, uh, I mean, she came up from, you know, she had humble beginnings and stuff too. And I think that, I think that establishes a lot about a person's character a lot of times, but yeah, <laughs> my opinion, but, uh, but, but anyway, <laughs> so well, good. All right. Well, I, I'm glad you enjoyed it. Did you want to say anything else before I go to the next person? No, that okay. was, Excellent. All I had to say about it. Okay. Thank you. Thank you. Okay. Listen. Patricia Duvalli. Yes. Hi. Um, Hi. I really enjoyed this book very much. Um, I always, since I was a teenager and, uh, uh, you know, had um, seen and listened to, um, movies like uh, Mary Poppins and The Sound of Music and I even since that time I thought she was I thought she was actually like an angel 
And uh, uh, this book didn't change that opinion. I still think that uh, in many ways um, because uh, I think that she always, um, uh, always loved children and uh, that she tried to, you know, make the best of her life and the life of, you know, not only her daughter, but um, Blake's children too. And uh, then uh, after that, the children she adopted. And uh, also when she went to um, Vietnam and Thailand, uh, Southeast Asia, it, it kind of showed how much that, um, how much that affected her that, um, seeing the children, the conditions that they were in and everything. Um, that really, I think, really got to her. Um, and um, so, yeah, I really enjoyed, in fact, um, the book kind of uh, uh, focused on, um, in a way, <laughs> uh, my two favorite celebrities, Julie Andrews being one of them and uh, James Garner being another one. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. well, good. Yeah, I liked and, it. And I, I had forgot. I, yeah, I had forgotten they had they had acted uh, in some parts together and stuff. So it, it was nice to to hear that again. So, uh, uh, well, good. Well, good. I'm glad you enjoyed it. Thank you. Okay. Okay, Sherry Wells. Okay. Um, first thing I wanted to say is about what Mickey said about her neglecting her children I mean there are thousands and thousands of families in this country where the parents have more mainstream jobs and the kids are neglected and even worse and I think her daughters unless one of them writes a tell-all book are not have not grown up resentful of their lifestyle and felt loved her daughter has written uh, children's books with Julie Andrews I heard them both interviewed on fresh air quite some time ago and they just both come off as extremely likable. And it makes sense that Julie Andrews would be friends with Carol Burnett, another person who always comes off as being extremely likable. Yeah. I found the movie stuff really interesting. Just It's just incredible to me how these actors can pull this off when they're making all these little tiny, you know, one minute scenes out of sequence with, you know, barely knowing the context. She had to talk to invisible spots where they would splice in animation later on. That's just amazing to me. I find that stuff fascinating. And I think that um, it was interesting. I, I actually downloaded the first book. I intend to read that. I think the vaudeville stuff will be really interesting. She presents her childhood as rough, but unlike a lot of people, she doesn't whine about it or or make it really melodramatic. It's just matter of fact, you know, this is the way it was. She doesn't seem bitter about it at all. And I think that's also very impressive. And the way she cared for her mother later in life, and uh, I think an aunt um, was also very impressive. And I I, I really enjoyed the book. Right, right. Yeah, I, I was gonna comment too. And, and, and of course, I, I'm gathering this without, without a lot of detail stuff. But my impression is that she seems to have a good relationship with, with Emma, her daughter, you know, her, her natural born daughter and stuff. So, uh, uh, yeah, if, if, if she had kind of thrown her under the under the bus, bringing her up, I, I, I yeah, I, and I'm sure they've got, you know, issues like just like every family seems to have. But, but they do seem to be pretty close. I, I, I would be really surprised if we had like a mommy dearest book coming from 
from her daughter Irma. It just didn't it didn't strike me as, as happening. So uh, they seem to be be pretty close and stuff. So. Well, good. Okay. Well, great. Great comments. Thanks. Uh, Michelle Bernstein. Yes. Um, well, I I had absolutely the best time reading this book. I just, just loved it. Um, I just found it really interesting, really relaxing to read. Um, I don't think I've read a, like a celebrity autobiography in a while. And I, it, this one just was just wonderful. Um, I was trying to remember what I knew about Julie Andrews, because honestly, the first movie that I remember seeing her in was Victor Victoria, which was just a great, great movie. Mm -hmm. And I, I actually, I'm sure you'll all find this amazing, but I've never seen The Sound of Music. <laughs> Although, oh my goodness. I know the Michelle. I love, I love movies and I've seen so many movies, but that is a movie I've never seen. So I, I'm definitely going to have to watch it one day. And the but hills I, are alive with the sound of music. Yeah, I know that, the music too. I know all the music, but um, yeah. but I didn't realize quite how many movies she was in. My sister just saw the movie Ten again recently, and she was in that movie. And I didn't remember that she was in that movie. And um, she was just in a lot of movies. I didn't realize she was quite as big a star as she was. Mm. Um, but also what I really liked about her was she just had something nice to say about everybody. Like I'm sure working in Hollywood all those years, you know, there were probably some really terrible people, but she always sort of found the best thing to say about every person. And I, I just thought that was really lovely to, to be that way. Um, and it was just, it was just a really, really good book. I mean, it, it was, her life was interesting. Um, and I mean, Sherry, Sherry said really better than I could have said. I mean, I've known a lot of people um, that have had nannies raise their children. I think a lot of people have, you know, some people are single parents and, you know, go to work every day. And some people just have jobs that, you know, they work very long hours. And, you okay. know, not everybody is available time to, you know, raise their, their children 24 hours a day. They do the best they can. And I think she really did do the best she could. And I think it was a hard situation because there was divorce and, you know, Blake was divorced and she was divorced. So, of course, the children were going back and forth. And in this case, it was different countries that they were going to. But I, I did have the sense that, I mean, she tried really hard. I thought with her children, with Blake's children, she tried to, to be there for them. Um, and I, I gave her a lot of credit. I think she tried to be there for her family as well. And she just, I, I just liked her. I really did. I mean, I just didn't know that much about her. And I just, you know, reading this book, I just thought she's really, seems like a really lovely person. So I'm very glad you picked this book. And, and it was just, it was, it was a really great read. I really enjoyed it. Great. Good. I'm, I'm glad you did. And uh, I, 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 mean, I, I, you know, like I said, I, I come from a movie family, so you know it, movies have always been real big here. And, and until I lost my sight, you know, it, I, I watched them all the time and stuff. And I had forgotten she was in uh, uh, Ten as well. But but of course, any male that age is not going to remember anybody but Bo Derek. <laughs> I'm sorry, yeah. you know, but <laughs> I hear you. But, <laughs> but yeah. 
that but but yeah but yeah but yeah she, she really has had quite a career and, and done quite a lot of stuff so so thanks thanks for your comments that's great so i've never seen that. that movie 10 yeah yeah it's um, I, I mean it's interesting i mean D- dudley moore is great i mean you know he's he, he he gets involved with this this hot uh yeah i don't really know how to, uh, a sex bomb i guess it's kind of it's kind of like bo derrick <laughs> was but uh uh, 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 but you know, I can't. It's been so long, I can't remember what all the details. And, and of course, I'm a lot older now than I was when I saw it. So mm-hmm. I, I'm sure a lot of uh, a lot of the thing, the points that the movie was trying to make, was probably right over my head. I I was focused too much on the curves and stuff instead of probably the important things. <laughs> but uh, uh, but but uh, I mean, but, I mean, Blake Edwards was, was a fine director, no, no doubt about it. So I mean, he had he had a lot of talent and made a lot of good movies. And stuff, so. Uh, I, I had just forgotten he had done that one. So, uh, mm. Okay, let's see. Let's see. Snakey, honey. Deanna. Donald Queen, you're muted. Do you want to say anything about the book? It says not muted. Can you hear me? Yes, uh, we can. Okay. Well, unlike... Uh, I like, well, I say I like the book better than Mickey did, uh, a little bit better anyway. Um, uh, you know, uh, the, the thing of the nanny, or I have a niece that's an old pair. She graduated from college and she's an old pair, which is kind of a expensive mm-hmm. thing. But in England, the aristocracy, the aristocracy, they, the governess and the nanny raise the kids, you know. They don't. Right. And uh, of course, Princess Diane. In, wouldn't have it she made but uh, i i think the uh uh that was kind of a strange on uh, gets working like that but a lot of parents do but she had care of her children always had care they weren't left alone you know right. and they weren't and i thought probably fairly high level uh, uh caretakers but uh, but she was all all over the place and I, I think the book dragged down a little bit, uh, one movie after another. I, I, saw, I think I've seen at least three or four of the movies when I could see better from the mm-hmm. uh, Mary Poppins and the uh, Sound of Music. She was in that, I guess. And, uh, right. and uh, so I, I, I kind of enjoyed it, but uh, um, I wasn't sure until the last chapter there. I, I thought... I've got to finish this. He's going to die too, but he didn't. <laughs> like, right. I mean, 25 years later. So she did that very right. nicely. Right. Yeah. I like the way she did that too. So. Okay. All right. Thank you, Don. Liz Lindsay. Okay. Hello. Hello. <laughs> um, I found the book a little draggy. Um, okay, full disclosure here. I'm not a real big fan of celebrity memoirs. So um, it, I, I probably would not have picked this one up if it hadn't been for book club. Um, but uh, it was interesting. And it does seem like Julie Andrews, you know, she, she didn't have a whole lot of this Hollywood 
stereotypical drama kind of stuff going on in her life. She was just living her life and living it hard, you know. Right. <laughs> um, right. A few a few weeks ago, I was watching an old Dick Cavett show, and I saw her as uh, he was doing an interview with Julie Andrews, and she came off very consistently the way she comes off in this book, just a nice person, you know, very very right. positive and um, not snarky, not gossipy. Um, just kind of genuine in who she was. And right. so, um, but yeah, you know, it was, it was an enjoyable read. It just, it, it's just not one of my favorite genres. That's all. Uh, okay. <laughs> that's all I have to say. Okay. That, that, that fair enough. Fair enough. Thank you for your comments. We appreciate them. So, uh, uh, and, and, and I, 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 I do like Hollywood memoirs and, you know, I, like, I, like I've said, I was a huge movie fan uh, you know, until I started losing my, my, to my eyesight. And, and movies just aren't as fun when you, I mean, if you could see at one point in time, you can't see it anymore, right? You know, but, that, that's my opinion and I'm entitled to it. So, you know, uh, for, for me, I, I have a heart. I mean, I love audio description and I, I hope more and more things get audio described, but they're just not as enjoyable, you know, when you could see them and you can't see them anymore. You know, that that's Alan's comment. And, and I, I thought the book, dragged in, in in some points and and like i said i you know i, I recognize most of the movie titles and stuff i, I still thought it dragged i i, I think she's a, a, probably a great person and, and and i think what others have already expressed about her i you know the business has got to be a hard business i mean you know we see them they come out and you get the impression that, that they're either the people that they're acting to be in these movies and they make everything look so seamless and stuff, but they, those people work their asses off. I got to tell you to put, uh, put a film together. It, it's gotta be a lot of hard work. I, I, you know, I don't think we have any, any clue how much time and money goes into making a film and stuff. It's just, it's, it's super expensive and it's a lot of hard work. And, and I appreciated that, that you, you kind of got that feel from, from what she told them in this book. And uh, uh, it, it's easy to overlook a lot of that stuff. And uh, uh, I thought she did a good job of portraying that. I, I really had forgotten. I mean, I went to see Thoroughly Modern Millie when I was eight or nine years. I think it came out in 1966. So I, I was eight or nine years old at the time and just, just loved it. I mean, we... My, my grandmother used to take us to the movie theaters down in downtown Jackson to, to go. And, you know, I've just got a lot of fond memories and stuff like that. Cause we, we would look at all the little stills that were posted outside in the lobby and stuff. It was just, it was just, a, it was a lot of fun. And, uh, that, 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 that movie was good. Cause I mean, she was in it. Mary Tyler Moore was in it with her and, uh, Carol Chan was the first time I'd ever seen Carol Channing. And, uh, uh, it, it just, it, it had, it had some good music and had, it had a good little plot and stuff. It was, and, and I'd forgotten all about it. So, uh, I, you know, I asked my, my echo device to play, uh, you know, to, to, to play the theme song from it. And it's, it's, it's kind of fun to, to, to be able to do stuff like that nowadays. I mean, we have access to so much content. So, uh, the, the, the other, the other thing I noticed that, 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 that caught my attention, I, I, I know she mentioned in there that Blake was a bit of a, 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 a hypochondriac, but man, I think they got the flu every time it came around. It seemed like I never heard of people that having the flu as much as that family seemed to have. <laughs> uh, 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 you know, if she mentioned it once about somebody having the flu, she must have mentioned it ten times. It seemed like, but uh, uh, but 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 that's another thing. I mean, you're you're on the go a lot. You're 
out amongst lots of people and stuff in different parts of the world. I guess I guess it's easier to get sick and stuff. Uh, but uh, like I said, I, I like to, co- to like to cover biographies and, and, and nonfiction stuff from time to time. But we hadn't we hadn't been doing much of that, so I thought, yeah, okay, well, Julie Andrews. I mean, a, a lot of people appreciate her her voice is nothing else. So uh, I thought this would be a good one to have and talk about. I was a little disappointed in, in, in this. I, I think she's planning to do another one in this series and stuff. Uh, maybe the end of her life. I, I, I know she kind of, she's had problems with her voice while she was still doing movies and stuff, but she, she didn't really cover. I think she may have mentioned, she, she mentioned that kind of, she implied at one time in the book, but she really didn't talk about that at all. So, uh, I, I was I was hoping to hear a little bit more about that and how she's dealt with it and stuff. But like I said, maybe, maybe that's going to be in her third book and stuff. But, uh, Excuse me, can uh, I jump in? Sure. Okay. All right. Um, one of the stories I heard is that the reason she passed on the uh, the Mary Poppins remake is that she doesn't have the voice that you know she couldn't handle the the singing and um, she didn't want her you know her fans. Who remembered her from the original to right. see her that way? So I, yeah, I heard, the, heard her recently. She can't sing at all anymore. Yeah, She had some kind of medical problem that messed her voice up. And I, I yeah, just the movie to get... where she played the guy, oh, Victor Victoria, yeah. uh, <clears throat> apparently talking down like really oh. messed up her vocal cords. And oh, is that uh, what it was? Okay. Yeah, okay. and she, she actually wow. came to, um, I, I'm pretty sure I heard somewhere that she, she came to MGH to have the surgery. She okay. had surgery in Boston. Yeah. Okay. Um, well, that when she talked about Victor Victoria, that would have been a, been a good time to talk a little bit more about that. But yeah, you know, apparently well, maybe she don't want maybe she don't want to cover that in this book and stuff. Yeah. So I've I've always wondered what. I mean, I I figured there had to have been something that was a precursor to it all because I knew yeah. she was, I knew she had lost it and stuff. But uh, yeah. But 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 I mean I I gotta say. Uh, and she she sold her home and stuff because she was in that she she was the kind of the narrator of that movie Enchanted with Amy Adams and it was really well done and stuff. Mm-hmm. So she, and then she was in the Princess Diaries, you know, with yeah. uh, uh, with, with uh, Anne. Uh, uh, what's Anne's last name? Anne Hathaway. You know, Anne Hathaway. Yeah, yeah. So yeah. So yeah, I think so that she, was the thing that fascinated me. Is I didn't realize just how much she was in. I mean, I I didn't yeah. realize that she's yeah she me neither prolific. Really yeah, she, prolific, even in a Hitchcock yeah. film. Yeah, I definitely. Yeah, I, I never realized right. that. I, I wasn't yeah. aware of that either. Yeah, yeah. and, and, and I had actually forgotten that she had that she got the Academy Award for Mary Poppins, which I I, I know they that there was some implication that they kind of gave her that because she missed out on playing uh, Liza Doolittle in the in, in, in My Fair Lady when she'd done it on Broadway. But I thought thought that was kind of interesting because, uh, I mean, that that was her, I think that was her first film role, wasn't it? Mary Poppins. So, uh, I think uh, it was, yeah. Yeah, I think so. Yeah, the first film. Yeah, kind of unusual to get best actress after after that. So, but but anyway, yeah, it it had a lot of, had a lot of good stuff in it. So, uh, uh, I think I've called on everybody. Is there anybody that uh, I didn't call on or or anything uh, else that somebody else wants to say? I wonder. I, Go ahead. There are three of us. Yeah. Go, Don. She kind of was a little bit evasive about why her and her first husband, who she, she, how much she regretted it. But of course, her daughter was helping her. So maybe that was 
why, why she didn't go into it more. But. Right. It could be. And was his name Tony? Is that right? Am I remembering that right? Uh, yeah. Tony Yeah. yeah. It, yeah, I, at okay. first, I thought it was professional jealousy that he was. She was making more problems than he, because he was sem- in somewhat in the show business. So yeah, it's it's, well yeah. established, but he did all kinds of projection design for a lot of big shows right. and stuff. So he was yeah. pretty successful. He was. Yeah, it, sa- it, sa- it sounded like he. Yeah, it sounded like he was real, real busy. It sounded like he had a good career too. So. Okay. But, uh, uh, I thought I was helping her with the book, so I guess that's. Uh, Okay, Randy, go. I thought Blake was a self-centered, <laughs> egotistical guy. He was just the way he acted at times when she really needed to, you know, like when her mother got sick and she was she needed to be with her at the hospital because they were thinking her mother was going to die and Blake all of a sudden he he suddenly gets sick and mm. you know he needs to see his shrink and i just thought he was terrible mm. at everybody was I, your... yeah. I, I just i didn't like him i i i thought i was kind of surprised i mean i i thought she was very um forgiving towards him and clearly yeah. she loved him. And the other right. thing I was surprised about was that she went into psychoanalysis because she talked a lot about that. And I know it was kind of trendy, like in the sixties and stuff to go into psychoanalysis, but I was kind of surprised that she, that she went into it for such a long period of time and that she was so reliant. It seemed like on her therapist, like more than, than I, cause she seemed very balanced but clearly she had, you know, a lot of issues that, that she really didn't want to talk about in the story. So she may have been a little bit evasive in certain places because um, I don't think it would have gone for as long to therapy if she wasn't, if she I didn't have a she didn't, I was surprised at that um, a person who is plagued with such insecurities as she talked about could actually be so successful um, because, you know, insecurities keep people kind of down, you know, it keeps people from soaring and realizing the fullest of their potential. So the fact that she was able to kind of fear the fear and do it, I feel, see the fear and do it anyway, kind of thing was amazing to me. Well, well I think that's where the psychoanalyst, well, I think that's where the Let's let Mickey have a word, Randy. She's been trying to get in for the last three or four minutes. So go ahead, okay. Mickey. Sorry, Nikki. That's okay. Being an actress, you got to learn how to act. And she, she could pull it off. Um, yeah. yeah, I'm on top of the world, but your yeah. heart's breaking. You know? Yeah. Um, also, uh, she worked, she did not mention that she worked with the retarded. Um, she, Bob got, my husband got a, an award from her, um, at one time. And she, he said she was just wonderful, uh, way up and, you know, really up. Um, Hmm. and there was some, oh, and the reason I reacted as strongly as I did to the balance is I have a granddaughter who went from one to the other, you know, that way. And she is so angry about it. She said, I never had a home. I never had someplace I could call my own. Mm-hmm. And that, that's why I reacted the way I did. 
Well, I understand. Yeah. You never yeah. know how kids are going to take that kind of thing. Yeah. Right. Yeah. No, you don't. <laughs> well, her daughter wanted to go to New York and spend more time with her, with her father. But I can understand why she took on these two because of her busy schedule and not having time for the families. I can't understand why she took on those adopted children later. Yeah, I agree. Yeah. I think it was a matter of she could and she felt like she couldn't help all of the babies. Yeah. But at yeah. least she could help, too. And they probably yeah. had a better life, even though maybe it wasn't as perfect as we would like to think than they would have growing up in an yeah. orphanage. Yeah, because she was looking at the, I have a friend um, who was on one of the last planes out, they were being fired on, and um, she took two babies with her, and she got, she got, uh, she didn't have the right papers for them, Um, I think one was a couple of months old, and one was was a little bit more than a year, a little girl and a, and a baby boy. And when she got off the plane in Guam, they, they made her stay there for months because she didn't have the right papers. But she was a hospital administrator. And babies like those were abandoned by the Vietnamese mothers because they knew that, that they could never have any kind of life with a half American child. And so they would give birth and just walk out the door. So Elizabeth had a housekeeper. So when she took home the little girl and started taking care of her, well, then just before she had to evacuate, um, there was a little boy and she took both kids with her when she got on the plane, even though she didn't have the paperwork and uh, ended up spending months in Guam, unable to come home because she wouldn't leave the children and, you know, the logistics of even figuring out who they were, were impossible. Well, I can imagine, yeah. Um, okay. You know, she raised them here, and uh, her daughter is living in California and rides horses and imports stuff, and her son went into the Air Force. Um, you know, so, wow. you know, people that see a need and can't turn away, I think that's what she did. Yeah, she saw right. the desperate situation. And she couldn't turn away. Yeah. Well, exactly. And uh, she seems to be that kind of person. So that's uh, a lot. That, that, mm-hmm. That's one thing I gathered from the book. So. Yeah, any, plus any other, she any, knew it wasn't going to work out with, with Blake to, if we're to have, for them to have children. Right. Yeah, exactly. Uh, Randy, you got another comment? I think, I think the fact that she was in, she was seeing an analyst actually was what helped her to be more the person she was because she, there obviously were things that she had to work through and having that listening ear and somebody who was not involved. Sometimes if you have that, it helps you to just, move on and, and do what you need to do in your life. And I well, think yeah, the, that was, she had a horrible sense of responsibility for everybody. Did. And part of, I'm sure her, of her psychoanalysis was what about you? <laughs> right. <laughs> what do you right. Want? And I, I think yeah. that was what was yeah. a big help to her. That's what helped yeah. her be Absolutely. so successful. 
right and, and the fact that the fact that he had her come daily tells me that she was in deep trouble yeah yeah you you look at so many of the Hopefully others. Hopefully, that's what it meant, and that he wasn't just trying to fund his own lifestyle. <laughs> no, well, she must have felt that, that, that there was some benefit from it, and she did credit him with helping her work it through in her head to let her brother make his mistakes and and not feel like she could fix him. That he had to want to fix himself. Yeah, one time when she mentioned tough love with Chris, mm -hmm. that she was going to kick him out, but she continued to pay for all his expenses, so she Not wasn't tough. quite on board with tough love. No, she <laughs> I, need some, I need some of that toughness in my life. I do, yeah. <laughs> that was, you know, that was her issue. Is she felt like she was responsible for everybody, for her parents, yeah. for her drunken stepfather, for everybody. You know, um, they could always count on her. Um, for the hugs and and the purse. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah I think the, the first book may be more interesting. I don't know. <laughs> but, yeah, I read it. Uh, oh, you did? Yeah. Yep. You know, when you listen to her in her shows, and she's, you know, you you listen to her read this book just juxtaposed against the younger person that we hear in singing in the musicals and performing in the other movies and things. It was kind of funny. It was interesting listening to her read it. I'm glad she read it though. Yeah. Well, she's yeah. an 85 year old lady. She's got, I know, but that, yeah. that's what I mean. Yeah, right. Yeah. 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 Juxtapose that against the, the younger 20 something in Mary Poppins and, Sound of music and I thought it was interesting also that she had a very negative she knew she could sing, but she really didn't think she was at all attractive. Yeah. <laughs> you know, she she wasn't she didn't have an, an inflated ego about her stardom. It, she kind of acted as she, she was surprised every time that they actually wanted her for something. And then she once she agreed to do it, she did her damnedest to give them what they needed for that thing, you know, um, because that was part of her work ethic to always do her best, even if it was something that that she wasn't really up for at that point. Well, I, I'm, I'm probably going to be banned for saying this. I went to Mary Poppins when I was seven years old. I didn't like Mary Poppins that much. I mean, and that, don't get me wrong. The, mu the music's great. The music's great. I mean, I, I used to watch Dick Van Dyke every day. You know, I was going to say, I love Dick Van Dyke. TV reruns and stuff. And I, and I, I liked him and stuff. But I don't know. I, the, the, the interspersion of the live acting with the animation just didn't do it for me. I, I, I don't know. I, I, I didn't like the way the film came off. And just, yeah. I, I mean, uh, it, it, it wasn't one of my favorites, but uh, yeah, that's Alan, I, 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 but I, I love the sound of music. Yeah, I, I listened to Mary Poppins. My cousin and I took the kids. Yeah, and I was the one sleeping. Yeah, uh -huh. uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, I I can understand, but uh, uh, yeah. <laughs> and I mean, so much uh, of that uh, visual. 
Yeah. Yeah, I think so. Oh, oh right. Yeah, yeah. A lot of it's visual, but uh, I mean, I, but I, you know, I, 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 I could see when I saw it, and I just, you know, and I was seven. I mean, I, I, I was the the target audience, I expect, but it just didn't, didn't grab me. But, but, but whatever. There you go. I mean, we're all different. So. I'm okay. not. Look, is laugh out loud funny. I'm not in the movies at all, but I was interested in how they were done and at her life. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah, I'm, I'm well, interested the, in that, the too. The Pamela Travers... I'm sorry. Go ahead. No, I'm done. The Pam, Pamela Travers books, P.L. Travers, who wrote it, they uh-huh. are laugh-out-loud funny. I, I oh, read them in Braille many years... When I was a kid, but yeah. they are so well done. That it's time that they, you know, now they can come out with Mary Poppins, too. And, you know, they were really good. Hmm. If you see them, grab them. Oh, yeah. I, I, think, I think they're very English, the story. So I can understand Alan not liking the story that much because I don't, I don't, I've, I've definitely seen that movie. I don't remember relating it to that strongly. And I did, I did listen to the most recent version with um, Emily Blunt in it. Mm-hmm. And, it was okay. You know, it's okay, but yeah, I don't, yeah. I, I don't think it's, I don't think it's a real American story. I think maybe it, it would go over better in an English environment. I, I, yeah, I, I, I mean, I, I don't think it was so much that though. Cause I mean, I, I, oh, I, I, love, David, I, I love David, I love David Tomlinson. I think the one that played the, the, the dad, I think in, in the movie. And, and I like the two little kids that were the, uh, you know, the, the ones she was caring for and stuff. I just, I, I really just didn't like that the animation mixed in with the uh, the uh, with the live stuff. But you know, like, like I said, the, 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 that was me, and that that was that was my sticking point with it and stuff. I yeah, like, yeah, that, I, yeah. I, I, I love Dick Van Dyke, and uh, uh, but uh, uh, <laughs> but I mean, I mean, how many times can you hear supercalifragilisticexpialidocious? <laughs> I'm tired of it. There's <laughs> actually quite a good version that Randy Rainbow has. Oh yes. <laughs> About braggadocious, huh? Yeah. Oh, is it? Okay. Yeah. Randy Rainbow's hysterical. Yes, he is. Okay. Well, unless anybody else has any last comments, I'm going to tell you about next month's book. And we're doing another biography. And if you don't like it, come and complain or don't come <laughs> and we'll have a small group. So uh, I'm flexible. But uh, I, I, I'm doing it. We're doing another biography because I saw this one. It, it's current. I love Eric Larson. I think he's a great writer and stuff. And this is this is about Winston Churchill, and it's called "The Splendid and the Vile." Oh, uh, let's see. oh, it's great. Yeah. I've read it already. A, I've been watching The Crown, of, and Winston is awesome. Yeah, saga of <laughs> Churchill yeah. family and de- what is that word? Defiance. During the Blitz, and the DB number is one zero 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 five four, and Eric Larson narrates it himself. So oh. the uh, the author narrates it. it I, I'm gonna warn you, it's a little long. It's it's almost eighteen hours long. But hey, That's start okay. reading. You, you've got a month, so uh, we'll be <laughs> meeting on again. <laughs> uh, the Splendid and the Vile, and then it's oh, got really? like a, a a colon and. Uh, Another subtitle after I'm not gonna try to read again, but uh, uh, and I honestly, actually if you put that in my wish list, 
if you were planning on reading it for history group, sorry, well, uh, I snatched it out from under you. So uh, <laughs> you get to it first. We'll, we'll go with yeah. it. <laughs> but yeah, but, but you, you'll have to come. But uh, yeah. uh, <laughs> like I said, it's seventeen hours to get minutes. It's one zero 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 five four. I'm I'm sure it's going to have a lot of interesting stuff, and we'll probably you know, have a lot to talk about. Actually, there's plenty of other Churchill books I can pick from. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. Well, well, yeah. yeah that, there, there's tons about him, but I expect that Eric Larson will do a good job of, of oh, giving yeah. us all sides of the man, I hope. So. Yeah. Uh, but, but anyway, thanks, everybody, for coming, especially the, the, the right. new folks that haven't been here before. But uh, everybody's always welcome. I enjoy the discussion. I think it's good for us. And uh, uh, hopefully every now and then we'll stumble across a good book that everybody really likes and stuff. But uh, uh, Thanks, Alan. Yeah. yeah. Well, thanks. Thanks. Thanks, thanks. 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 Alan. Thank you. Hey Michelle, nice evening. Now you got to go watch the sound of music. Yeah, I know, I know. I can't believe you never rocked it. That's great. I'm moving. Yeah, crazy. I'm going. The hills are alive. The hills are alive. I know all the songs already. So, but thank you. So, Ellen, how much snow do you have? I hear Mississippi's got snow. Do you have some in your neighborhood? We didn't really get much snow, but we got we got tons of sleet. So we're we're like we're like we're solidly coated down here. Oh, that's not good. No, it's not. It's not. Did you rather have snow over ice? No, fortunately, fortunately, a lot a lot of the frozen uh a lot of the frozen rain was was south of Jackson, near where I am, and they were they were the ones that got hammered because that. That frozen rain was sticking to the to the, it's the tree limbs and the, oh, and it's the, awful. And the, yeah, and the it is. Yeah. I would much rather have as much snow as we have than ice. I mean, I, you oh, know, yeah. we, got, yeah. we got the we're so cold up here that all the snow is very fluffy, but it's mm-hmm. there's right. a lot of it, but it's not weighing right. down the power lines and stuff. So right, right. How much but did the, you get, Liz? We hardly got any. I think we got about eight awesome. inches. Wow. But we're oh. we got about eight inches. We got we're expecting another four tomorrow. So. <laughs> Yeah, we're supposed we to get more Thursday into Friday, but we yeah. hardly got any. Wow, we've got oh. about ten, uh, which is surprising oh. that we have more than you, Liz. But well, the, we were on the northern edge, northern edge of the storm again. I guess so. Yeah. Um, my friend who lives in Gary got eighteen inches. So yeah, hey. yeah, we're sending it your way, Randy. <laughs> well, yeah. we actually we got probably about two or three inches, but we already had about six inches on the ground mm-hmm. we've been they said that we we've already surpassed 50 inches of snow mm-hmm. and we normally we get less than that normally in a normal winter mm-hmm. so yeah and we're anyway, not done yet it's no we got another we've got it we've got another month to go another six weeks to go yeah, so, and it's going to be bitter cold now. It's yeah. so it's all that's everything that's I, on the ground's ice. I think we're supposed to go to actual minus five tonight with wind chill like about fifteen below. So, Ooh. so Alan, just 